0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M M&M and M Carnage. And now here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. Welcome in Spears on Sports, presented by M M&M and M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It's totally Thursday. Did I? What did I say? Wednesday. Did I really? You did. <laughs> I did not. I swear you did. Made it to a Thursday. <laughs> I got other things on my mind. We, I even told you what day, day it was about. I even
1: told you what day it was about in a minute before we I came know. on air.
0: Old man brain. I'm <laughs> telling you. Thursday, June 22nd. Welcome to the show. A lot to get to today after a day off. A lot of question marks on my paper today. Uh, I'm, not, I'm old school. I don't have a laptop here. I do have my phone. I look at that occasionally. But I'm all about pen and paper, I'm old school. So I write down all the baseball scores every morning from the night before. I write down a list of things I want to talk about with some notes next to them. And I got a lot of question marks on the paper today. NBA draft is tonight. Who ends up where? And I'm not talking about Victor Wembayama; He's going to San Antonio. I'm not even talking about Brandon Miller, Scoots Henderson. They're going 2-3 in some form or fashion. Scoot. I call him no, Scoots. No ass. Nah, no, we, I'm, no, I am no, I don't want you calling him No, we names. hang out. I'm Scoots. He's Scoot. It's different. Can we start over? Eminem and m hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. That number is 502-414-1450. Visit Thornton's today. Grab yourself an ice cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction. All fountain drinks, 32 ounces and smaller right now. 89 cents in Thornton's. Yeah, 89 cents. Couch change is what I call it. So come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. Waiting for the shoe to drop on LSU today. Now, I don't know if it drops. I mean, it didn't really drop on Louisville that hard. Uh, This IARP, the Independent Ruling Board, uh, supposedly at noon – and I'm just getting this in. According to Matt Norlander of CBS Sports, Will Wade has received a two-year show cause for recruiting and a 10-game suspension. There are no more shoes that drop. And if they do drop, they're flip-flops. They just bounce right off of you. There's nothing. There's, in, there's no Army boots dropping anymore. Uh, two-year show cause, can't recruit, and 10-game. 10, 10 I thought it was going to say 10-year suspension, 10-game suspension. Uh, where look it up, uh, Scoots. Yeah, you are Scoots. That's right. Um, <laughs> see where Will Wade's coaching now because I think he's coaching somewhere. By the way, the uh, that's one of the question marks on my paper. LSU. What happened? Looks like McNeese State. McNeese State. That is down in Louisiana. Um, uh, here's another question mark. Where's Paul George going to be before the draft tonight? After the draft tonight? Because. It looks like the Knicks are serious. They want Paul George. How is this man a trading piece still? Good grief. <sighs> My Celtics made a big – I'm sure you went to bed too early last night, Scoots. I've, I've scoot, seen bits and pieces of scoot. it. Scoot. <laughs> um, I'm sure you went to bed. I went, I went to bed too early, and I didn't know this happened. So I know you were in bed too, before. I'm a Celtic fan. I'm not happy about this. We'll get to that. The Reds have won 11 in a row. Unreal. First time since 1957. Even I wasn't born yet. Oh, you weren't born then? That hurts. That's painful. (laughs) That's mean-spirited is what it is. All right, here's a question for you. Name one member of the 1957 Cincinnati Reds without looking it up. Couldn't do it. Tony Burke is not listening. He's coaching right now. But if you want to hit me up on the Thornton's text line, Without looking now, this is, we're doing this, this is a trust tree. We're in the trust tree. This is, uh, you know, pinky swear. Don't look it up. Text me one member of the 1957 Cincinnati Reds team that won 12 in a row, which the Reds will go for tomorrow night against the Braves. Four one I'll give you the entire roster before the hour is through. The Reds have won 11 in a row. They open a three-game set with Atlanta tomorrow night in Cincinnati. Guess what? I was going to go to a Reds game later this year, and I'm still going because my daughter got me tickets for Father's Day. They're crowded now. Oh, yeah. People are showing up. (laughs) Phoenix Hill Richard just sent me no idea. He was born after 1957, too, by the way. um attendance at the reds game last night no- yesterday afternoon game 12:30 they used to call these businessmen specials back uh, back in the day what was the attendance yesterday scoots 23000 i'm looking for it and i can't find it oh i thought you had it right in front of you uh, that was I, just my guess i thought i would have it in front of me and i don't maybe it's here recap no, it's not there either. See if I can find it. See if you can find the attendance yesterday in the Reds game. But they were down three nothing. They gave up uh Abbott gave up three solo home runs yesterday, early in the game, and then he settled down. I saw an unbelievable stat on him yesterday. He uh he doesn't allow hits with runners on base. It's unbelievable. He just does not allow hits with runners on base. Who's this? Abbott. Andrew Abbott. He's incredible. He gave up three solo home runs yesterday, and that was it. Uh, I can't find the attendance anywhere. I can't either. They don't want us to know how many people were at the Reds game yesterday. I got one more That is some sort of of conspiracy there. I can find it. But anyway, 5-3, they come back and win. Jake Fraley... Yes, Jake Fraley, I've said it many times, that was a good trade. I like Jake Fraley. Two-run homer in uh, the bottom of the seventh to give the Reds a 5-3 lead, and they hang on to win it by that same score, 11 in a row, and again, first time since 1957.
1: Wait, what was my guess on crowd?
0: 28,000. No,
1: I said twenty-four. Well then, why? Did pretty you, sure I said 24.
0: Why did you ask me? Because I was your torn. Was?
1: I was torn. Torn if I said it twenty three or twenty four, but it was 23,637. So pretty. No, nah, no, I just
0: found it. It was uh, twenty three six thirty seven. That's exactly what I just said. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that that is fifty four percent capacity, by the way. Because Great American Ballpark holds forty three eight. I didn't know that. You know the new ballpark in Vegas is only gonna hold thirty thousand? Oh, they won't ever fill that. They will if they're good. And if you're going to Vegas on vacation, which a lot of people do, why wouldn't you go to a baseball game while you're there? It's gonna save you money True. if you're not in the casino. True. Uh, so we'll talk more about the Reds. Can how long can they do I watched Moneyball the other night just because it was on and uh, I thought, can the Reds get to twenty? You awesome. got to think they're going to lose. They'll lose one against one, At least, at yeah. least one. I'm going to say at least one against the Braves. In fact, the uh, Reds are plus one ten on Friday night.
1: Well, they got so they got Atlanta and then they got the Padres two series after. Who's smashed in the middle?
0: The Braves are minus one thirty in that in that first game. Smith Shaver pitches for Atlanta. Luke Weaver for Cincinnati. But there's something magical going on there. There's something really bizarre. They go to Baltimore after Atlanta. That's right, uh, yeah. Uh, To answer your question, you you probably thought I wasn't paying attention, didn't you? Yeah, sometimes you just ignore me. That's fine. Yeah, that's what what I do. (laughs) You're not wrong. Uh, All right, you ready for some uh, 1957 Cincinnati Reds? Let's do it. How about Frank Robinson? Oh. See, that's there are two guys on this team. I looked it up today. There are two I would have gotten. Frank Robinson started in left field for that team. Coming off the bench, first baseman, Ted Kluzowski. Big clue. Familiar now, name. I would have thought he was a starter, but the starter at first base was George Crow. No idea who that is. The catcher was Ed Bailey. Johnny Temple at second. Ray McMillan at, Roy McMillan at short. Don Hoke at third. Frank Robinson in left. The manager's grandfather... Gus Bell in center field, David Bell's grandpa. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And Wally Post was the right fielder. Smokey Burgess was on that team.
1: What a name.
0: Um, Alex Grammas, who was the, one of the coaches under Sparky Anderson when the Big Red Machine was the Big Red Machine. Kurt Flood was on that team. Kurt Flood would eventually be the guy that, Changed, that the created free agency. Helped create free agency. He was blacklisted from the league because of it. Um, some of the pitchers on that team, Joe Nuxall. Mm-hmm. He was the youngest pitcher to ever pitch in the major leagues. He was 15 when he pitched in the major leagues. What? He, was, he was on that team, yeah. Uh, you didn't know that? That's, no. That's, that's, uh, Imagine well that happening today. Trivia. I don't recognize any of these other pitchers' names. Claude Osteen is the only other one I recognize because I have his baseball card from sometime in the 60s. Is that Joel's grandson? No, I don't think it's Joel Osteen. I don't think he and Joel Osteen are related. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there you go. 1957, Cincinnati Reds won 12 in a row. The 2024 edition will go for their 12th straight tomorrow against Atlanta. Um, They're just fun to watch. They are. I mean, I don't know what else to say about them. And by the way, game and a half ahead of Milwaukee, who lost again yesterday. So I want my money. Let's I want to cash out. I wonder <laughs> how much I can cash out for right now. Not much. My twenty two to one bet. 10, Not much. Ten bucks, twenty two to one. Can I get thirty back? Wait, you threw
1: ten dollars on that? Yeah. That's, I went large. You went two
0: units. I went large. Two, that is two units for me. Your right. units a five. <laughs> Uh, it's embarrassing to admit. <laughs> but yes, yes, two units uh, on that one. I went crazy. I think I had a little extra money. All right, so I think this is buzz. This might not This might not be buzz. I'm not sure. Uh, no, this is not buzz. Texter says Frank Robinson, Veda Pinson. I didn't see Veda Pinson's name on the list. I have to go back and look. Texter says uh, Ted Kluzowski, question mark. Johnny O'Toole, question mark. Jim Mahoney. Now, he's a pitcher. Question mark. I didn't see his name on the list. The only one uh I saw on that list was uh was uh Big Clue. Uh no Maloney. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And I've gone over this with a fine tooth comb. So there you go. Uh Smokey Burgess. Great. That's
1: a phenomenal name. It is a great
0: name. We met a
1: guy yesterday at Park Mammoth. We were down How'd there. How'd that go, by the way? It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. That, that course is sweet. If you've never been down there, go check it out.
0: I've but, been there. We we had a golf. Our guys, my, my group of 20 friends, we have a golf outing every year. And we went to Pine Valley in E-Town for a long time. That got sold. So we went to, we were looking for a new place. Went to Georgetown, Kentucky to a place. And then we went to Park Mammoth. And it was not in great shape. I've heard it's phenomenally oh, it's, in great shape. Man. Yeah, it's outstanding. But it's they, it's a
1: little short course. They really worked it over. But it's it, wide fairways, hard to miss. But then the greens are just Mickey Mouse greens. You got a lot of undulation in them. So makes it a lot of fun. You got a lot of decisions to make around the green.
0: So getting to the green, not the issue. Putting is, you better be close to the hole exactly. on, your, on your approach.
1: There. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, we met, we were doing our remote down there yesterday. And yep. we met a guy who was... He claims he saved the Sweet 16 in Kentucky because he was on the Edmondson County team that won the state championship after they had already, I guess, submitted paperwork to make it class basketball, and then his team won, and they decided, oh, we'll just so keep it one. So small school
0: won, and they yeah, Exactly. Okay. But yeah.
1: anyways, his name was Clarence Bethel. How about that for a sweet name? Clarence that's Bethel. A, that's a
0: great name. I'm not sure he saved it, but okay.
1: No, he, he said his team saved it.
0: Uh, so will Wade's suspension, the self-imposed suspension was five games. They doubled it to 10. So I wonder if he only self-imposed a one game ban if he'd only got two. A little ridiculous. He only got a
1: two year show clause and her yeah, clause. and was it recruiting, not even coaching. Right. And then Kelvin Sampson at Indiana just sent a few too many texts and he got five.
0: It's ridiculous. So, McNeese apparently had suspended him for five games, and uh, the IARP doubled it. Make it make it 10. Uh, you can do anything you want, man. Uh, by the way, Shams Charania um, reporting that Scoot Henderson is gaining momentum at number two with the Charlotte Hornets. You can still get good odds on Scoot at number two. Right now, Brandon Miller's the favorite to go at number two to mm-hmm. Charlotte. Uh, Scoot Henderson is supposed to go third, but... But it's going to
1: take a trade to make that happen. Get a little right?
0: momentum going here. There's, It feels like there's going to be trades. It feels like we're going to have some trades before the deadline, before the uh, the draft. And I'll talk about the Celtics getting uh, the tall noodle. I can't – I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> um, first of all, they traded, as they call them in Boston, Marcus Smart. He was, uh, you know, I was not a big Marcus Smart fan six years ago. I became a big Marcus Smart fan because he plays defense. He's uh, Charlie Hustle. Um, and I think the reason the Grizzlies wanted Marcus Smart was the guy that could mentor John Morant. Marcus Smart's been there. He's been through some tough times in the NBA. He's made mistakes at Oklahoma State and in the NBA. And maybe they wanted somebody there to sort of keep an eye on the kid, if you will, and show John Morant this is how you're supposed to do things. Uh, but to me, the Celtics lost this trade. All I've heard this morning on talk radio and on uh, TV TV talk shows is how what a, what a great move by Boston. Oh, my God. Boston, by the way, is now co-favorites to win it all with Denver next year after this trade. I don't get it. And I'm not going to get it.
1: By the way, John, um, Scoot Henderson's now the favorite for second. Oh, is he? That
0: that moved quick. Minus
1: 750.
0: Why is that?
1: And then Brandon Miller
0: went up to 450. But that's the question. Why? Yeah. Because Charlotte's got Lonzo Ball. Not Lonzo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Mm -hmm. Why would they want a guy that plays the exact same position? Now, some would say back in the day in 1984, Portland didn't take Michael Jordan because, I mean – yeah, Portland didn't take Michael Jordan because, hey, that's Clyde Drexler's position. Uh, big mistake. Yeah, You take the best player, and maybe Charlotte just says Scoot Henderson's the best player. But what? it feels to me like there could be a trade. Somebody that wants Scoot Henderson is willing to trade with Charlotte. Also, that's what it feels
1: like. Also, explain this to me. A better at, on FanDuel, just bet 14000 for Wimayama to go first at minus oh. fifty thousand. He's gonna win twenty-eight dollars.
0: That's all it is is minus fifty thousand. I thought it was minus. If you have
1: fourteen thousand dollars to throw down on a bet, what the hell is twenty eight dollars going to do? You don't do need twenty eight
0: dollars. Like what? Maybe he's got a bet winning streak going on and uh, not trying to break it. He's trying to break the <laughs> some sort of record. <laughs> all right, speaking of breaking, let's take a break. More baseball coming up. Uh who's gonna be West Virginia's new coach? There was a name thrown out yesterday, and he is not uh, saying it's going to be him. He's saying it's not going to be him. We'll get to that. College World Series continues. One team is in the finals. We'll figure out who the other one is tonight. All that and more Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on The Big Eye. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Scooter Dingus. On this Thursday, yeah, I got the day right. Had a boy. Yeah, thank you. Uh, by the way, we're out of the golf cart, so we don't are. call the number suggested and don't yeah. uh, do, go to the email address to try to buy one. Um, no you more missed golfers. out. You missed out. Next year's another year. We'll have another uh, big. X, we'll have a 2024 Big X golf cart featuring some of the same places. But uh that that's good. We that's good business here. If you sell out, things are going well, right? Oh yeah. Uh bats rained out yesterday. I guess I could have had a show, Scoots. You mm-hmm. wouldn't have been here though. P. Diddy was here. Yeah. I'm glad. I didn't I had no idea till this morning they were rained out. What time was that announced? Uh not too early. They were ready to play. They were yeah. uh, they were on site. Yeah, I know Curran so, went on air. Yeah. So they were planning on playing and it just uh they couldn't, just like the Braves Phillies. They just couldn't get I'm it. I'm
1: wondering why they didn't just postpone it
0: for a couple hours because it was gorgeous last night. No rain at all. Charlotte won Tuesday night 11-5 to five over the bats. They'll play seven o four tonight. So six thirty four pregame right here on the Big X with Nick Curran and then doubleheader tomorrow starting at 5-30. Mike Rutherford on vacation. Who's covering tonight? Any uh, idea? Mike Rutherford? Yeah. It's going to be Nick Roush. Nick Roush yeah. in for Mike Rutherford. So UK in for L tonight. Correct. Ooh. Rutherford fans, you should blister this guy tonight. Oh, yeah. No, he, give they, him he hell. Didn't, Mike doesn't take calls. I give guess. him hell.
1: No, he doesn't, but
0: he takes to a lot of texts. Yeah, but Roush will just read the ones that favor him.
1: Well, you know here's, the, he here's the thing with the Roush. He's kin to the Brahms. He so is kin to the Brahms. He may very well just come in and run a Louisville show. I don't know.
0: How come I wasn't asked to fill in one of these nights? I don't know. You can tomorrow if you want. No, that's you, you and uh, Trevor, right? People have been waiting for that. that, that is, I, that's that's must-listen to <laughs> radio right there. So the bats tomorrow night, 5, 30, 5 o'clock pregame, a doubleheader tomorrow night, Friday night uh, at Charlotte. All right, so the Celtics get Kristaps Porzingis from the Wizards. By the way, who's putting the jersey on for the Wizards this year? Because Chris Paul got traded there. He ain't playing there. Kyle Kuzma... Uh, turned down his forty uh, million dollar option, player option. He is now a free agent. So Hachimura is gone. Got traded to the Lakers midseason. Porzingis is now gone. Uh, Bradley Beal is gone. Kyle Kuzma is gone. I don't know if they should charge and charge you to get in in Washington next year. <laughs> Who'd they get from? I heard, the a great, I heard a great idea on a on a national show today. Uh, have a have a a bowl at the exit when you leave. Whatever you think it was worth to watch the game, throw it in the bowl. Right? I mean, you still sell concessions and things. Sure. but when, You know, it's like church. You go, whatever kind of experience you have, give a little tithing on the way out. Give a little give a little green.
1: Well, it was like us when we were down in Bowling Green on Tuesday night. There was the Bowling Green Hot Rods out a hot game. Hot Rods, baby. They were in the seventh inning, and we just walked right up to the gate, and the guy was like, I'll oh, just come on in. Well, they should.
0: It's the seventh <laughs> inning. It was uh, like 125. So people the there. Celtics get Porzingis, the unicorn. I don't know if this helps this team or not. That now, does not. Who's he replace? Because they traded Marcus Smart. He's not replacing Marcus Smart. I guess Al Horford, who might be 75 years old. I'm not sure. Maybe they're they're getting rid of Al Horford at some point. Uh, the Celtics also get the 25th pick tonight. They move up from 35. The Wizards get their pick at 35. So they moved up 10 spots in the draft order tonight. They'll get the 25th pick. And they get a 2024 first-rounder that used to belong to Golden State. It's a top-four protected. If it falls in the top four, they don't get it. But if it's out of the top four, the Celtics will get that extra first-rounder next year. Uh, The Grizzlies get Marcus Smart. I mentioned this before the break. Um, The Grizzlies are the trash-talkingest team ever. And I don't like some of their players, but you got to have somebody, a veteran, come in there and take care of John Morant and just keep him on the right track, room with him on the road, take him with you out to eat dinner, whatever it takes, keep John Morant Focused on basketball. Couldn't they have got a better option for that, things. though? Marcus Smart's been through a lot of stuff, man. He seems kind of like a nutcase, too, though. But he's been through it. He knows what to expect. He He's gotten into trouble before. So he, he knows the pitfalls. And he should be able to imp- impart upon this young guy, who's still 23, hey, this is how we do things in this league. Now, it took him a while to learn how to do it. But as a Celtic fan, I don't like it. Defensive player of the year two years ago. He'll knock down the occasional three. He's also a ball handler uh, that gets the ball to Tatum and Brown. And I don't know where Porzingis fits in here. Uh, The Wizards get Tyus Jones. That's who's going to be dressing for the Wizards. He goes from Memphis to Washington. Uh, They get the Celtics' 35th pick. They also get Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala from Boston. Well, they didn't play anyway. Gallinari was hurt, and Muscala, who came over midseason, didn't get any Um, minutes. The Clippers were originally involved here because they wanted Malcolm Brogdon from the Celtics. They were going to be part of the three-team deal. Instead of Marcus Smart going to Memphis, it was going to be Malcolm Brogdon, who was six-man of the year, going to the Clippers. But apparently there was some worries about the injury that Brogdon suffered late in the year and he hadn't been medically cleared 100%, so the Clippers sort of backed out, the Celtics needed a new partner in this three-way deal, and they got a hold of Memphis and worked it out, and they had to give up Marcus Smart instead of Malcolm Brogdon. I like Malcolm Brogdon, too. Who, I, who would you rather I, have more? I would rather have Malcolm Brogdon, Same. full disclosure. Same. I don't like losing Marcus Smart as a Celtic fan, but I would rather have Malcolm Brogdon. I think he brings more offense to the table, more ball handling to the table, not as much defense, obviously. But Porzingis doesn't play D. Celtics are one of the best defensive teams in the league the last couple of years. I think that's going out the window. Because when you're bringing in Kristaps Porzingis, it's not about rim protection. Really disappointing how his career has turned out.
1: Well, he was on such a good trajectory. In
0: Dallas there, he and, he and Luca couldn't coexist mm-hmm. for whatever reason. You send him away to Washington, and you think maybe Kuzma, Beal, Porzingis, that's not a bad start. They, can't, they don't even make the playoffs. And Beal was hurt a lot, to mm-hmm. be fair. Um, so there you go. There's the trade. Chris Middleton, by the way, declined his $40 million player option with the Bucks. He is expected to re-sign with the Bucks, but I can't imagine they're going to give him more than forty million dollars. No shot. So, if you want to stay, don't you take the forty million dollars? Now, maybe he thinks there's going to be a bidding war here for me. I was I was the number two guy to to Giannis during the championship season. I was number two. Remember that. He dealt with injuries a lot last year. Um. But the free agent, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot, of, a lot of guys declining options. Draymond Green declined his option with the Warriors. Kyle Kuzma with Washington, because he didn't want to be the only guy with a, with a recognizable name wearing a Wizards jersey. Uh, and now Chris Middleton turning down with the Bucks. So there's going to be some guys out there to sign. Where was Marcus Smart before Boston? Do you remember? <sighs> I should know that. You can look it up. You got a computer, right?
1: I I was trying to use
0: my noggin. I can't think of it. Uh, The big rumor now is Paul George to the Knicks. And apparently the Knicks and Clippers are in heavy-duty talks for Paul George to the Knicks. Now, who do the Knicks, who do the Clippers get? The Clippers have been mentioned as the destination, final destination for Chris Paul. If they are the final destination for Chris Paul, why were they trying to get Malcolm Brogdon from the Celtics? That's a question you should ask. Do they really want Chris Paul at his age, at his wear and tear? A guy that's had a great career but's never won anything. Just like the Clippers, they've never won anything. I'm staying
1: far, and far away from Paul George. Like I and, told you, I mean, I, I, I still
0: can't believe that he's a trading piece. And the Clippers are going to break day. up the Paul George-Kawhi Leonard duo here? Sure. It looks like it. Remember, they're the they're the team with Russell Westbrook now. Mm-hmm. Maybe Paul wants out. What do the Knicks have to offer here would be my question. Randall. Julius Randall. I'd rather have R.J. Barrett if I was the Clippers. I'd rather have either of those guys over Paul George. Who's going to miss half the season?
1: <laughs> Means By the way, Marcus Smart has always been with Boston. How about that?
0: I should have known that. I'm a Celtic fan. If, if I'm a true Celtic fan, which I, I pretend to be, or portend to be, I should have <laughs> known that. I, I love Al Horford. And I know it's, some. It's you know, the, like the guy says in Moneyball, all, there comes a time when you got to give it up. You don't know when that time is, but there comes a time when you, you can't play the game anymore. Is he at that age? He is at that age. I don't know Why? if he's at that skill level, though. He still contributes.
1: Well, that's that's where I was going with this. Al Horford's only thirty-seven, really? whereas Lebron thought he was older than Lebron's thirty-nine, and nobody's LeBron's talking a, this about LeBron's Lebron. Lebron's a freak of
0: nature. Lebron doesn't count. But so I mean, don't even put him in those conversations.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, Al Horford still has having heck of productive years, you know. He's still shooting the ball well.
0: You he's, know, if the Celtics want to get away from being known as the team that wins when they make three-pointers and loses when they miss three-pointers, why mm-hmm. would you get Kristaps Porzingis? Yeah, I, that doesn't make sense. Because me. he guess what he's going to do? He's going to shoot three-pointers.
1: All these guys you're naming that are rumored in trades are just all guys that I just feel like are washed up and not are So you would not you
0: if you're a GM, do you take a flyer on Chris Middleton at 42? I'd, I'd take Middleton, yeah. He's
1: the, he's the one guy we've named that I would like. I to think have. Kuzma can play. Kuzma's good.
0: He's yeah. young. Uh, so basically, you're only saying Paul George is George's.
1: Yeah, I mean Paul know. George, <laughs> even even like a Kawhi Leonard, Kristaps Porzingis. I don't want anything to do with any of those guys.
0: Draymond. No. Is that that is that talent, age, or off the court, or um, a uh, mixture the, the, the of all three? The circus. I idiot. think it's
1: a mixture of all three. To be honest with you. I mean, Draymond could have some great games, but I think his antics are the court.
0: He averaged 8-7 this year.
1: Yeah, that's not great.
0: That's not great. He, sh- he should have taken that $28.5 million. The Warriors were dysfunctional as soon as he punched his teammate in practice. Mm-hmm. As soon as he did that, there was a divide on that team. The Jordan Poole guys, the Draymond Green guys. That's what you had. And then the Warriors paid Jordan Poole. He did not have a good season. They're stuck with that contract now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you want, if you're if you the Warriors and you want uh, to get Draymond back, you're going to have to go way above the salary cap. You're, you're in the luxury tax now. Right. And they don't want to be there. Uh, college news. UConn. Did you see this? Hurley. Dan Hurley yeah. is making bank. Good for him. Six years. Guaranteed $33 million. That'll do. For one year. For one title year. I think he can coach. I think he's a much better coach than his brother. Uh, He did a great job with UConn this year. But what happens two years from now when it's gone south? Not that it's going to. What if it does? Then Dan will be just fine because he's got 33 million. How will the UConn fan base and administration (laughs) be would be my question.
1: They'll they'll move on.
0: Uh, West Virginia closing in on, I heard this yesterday, Andy Kennedy. Oh, okay. However... He has quickly said, uh-uh, it's not going to be me. He coached under Bob Huggins at Cincinnati. They are close friends. Uh, the feeling was you could keep all those portal guys that you got, like the big kid from Syracuse, the, the big, tall, seven-footer from Syracuse that transferred to West Virginia, one of the many portal guys they got. And the thought process is you get Andy Kennedy in there, he's a Bob Huggins guy. Huggins would would approve it completely. And uh, you get to keep the, all those transfers. Otherwise, maybe they look somewhere else. Kentucky has already been rumored for Jesse, whatever his name is, the big guy from Syracuse. Did I, you see about uh, Joe Missoula, your boy, going to talk to him? Going to talk to? He talked
1: to, I guess, like the West Virginia players, let them know how great it is there and they need, oh, so they right. should stay.
0: And yeah. I wonder how much he got for that. Yeah, Hey, Joe, could you give us a little pep talk? Actually, uh, matter of fact, lump? Joe, while you're here, you just want to be our coach. I wish he would as a Celtic <laughs> fan, let me just say that. But I'm on I'm still on the David Bell's Gotta Be Fired bandwagon. That's true. And they've won more games in a row than ignorant. any Reds team since fifty seven. Ignorant. Are you calling me ignorant? Yes. Okay. I'm good with it. <laughs> I've been called worse by better people. That's for damn sure. So uh, Andy Kennedy coaches Cincinnati, head coach at Cincinnati, Ole Miss. He's now presently the head coach at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I think Andy Kennedy had a DUI when he was at Cincinnati. So, (laughs) I'm not sure that's the right move if you're West Virginia. I don't think West Virginia cares what other people think. (laughs) Obviously, they kept Huggins on after he made the anti-gay slurs uh, about Xavier in a radio interview. So, I don't really think they care what people think about their hire. But, I don't know if you hire a DUI guy. After you fire a DUI guy. Yeah, you're not going to go out and throw the bank at Mark Few. You're not going to do that. Mark Few is not going to West Virginia. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. College World Series, uh, big game tonight. Uh, Elimination game to see who the last of the two remaining teams will be. Who joins Florida in the three-game series uh, over the weekend. We'll get to that and some more Major League Baseball. More talk about the Reds. The Giants have won 10 in a row as well. And we'll talk about everything that's happened in the last couple of days and set the stage for a fun weekend in Cincinnati question mark. Listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big App. Anyway, y'all. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment of the day. I'll let you read it yourself, but the uh, the report that came out from the IARP on LSU is quite fascinating. Quite fascinating about some of the quotes in there from Will Wade. And we, we all heard the big-ass offer quote back mm-hmm. in the day. Back in the day, but uh, I can't believe he only got 10 games. This is incredible if you read some of this. I'll let you read it yourself. I'm not gonna sit here and, and go uh spot by spot with it, but uh do yourself a favor if you wanna if you wanna try to understand how a guy only gets this suspension and this uh show cause, the NCAA has no power anymore. Mm-hmm. None. Uh LSU and uh, speaking of L S U. LSU beat Wake Forest in baseball last night, five to two, number one Wake Forest in the country. They will play again tonight, seven o'clock ESPN two elimination game. Winner gets Florida Florida beat TCU three to two to advance to the finals of the College World Series. So there's a chance it's an all SEC final at the College World Series. Are you watching Scooter if it's Florida L S U? Uh yeah, I'd probably watch. Are you watching if it's Florida Wake well, Forest?
1: Okay, so I would tell watch you Wake Forest. I would as well. I would as well. But so we've got some strategy talk we need to discuss. Uh-oh. What does LSU do tonight
0: with Paul Skeens?
1: Do they pitch him or do they try to just ho- hope it they get to the finals and then save him for them?
0: No, I think it's an elimination game. You got to pitch, right? pitch him, right? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. You got to pitch him and then hope that maybe you get a rain out one of the days. Mm-hmm. It is Omaha, you might get a tornado out. Sure. Uh, and maybe he gets you get to game three, and it's a three game series to win it all. So, the likelihood that he comes back in game three is pretty high, really. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to pitch. You're pitching him tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would too. Now, maybe they don't. Maybe they have faith in somebody else, confidence in somebody else. But you're always that is always in baseball, especially in high school and college. That is that is the conundrum you have mm-hmm. because. We see it all the time in high school baseball. I'm sitting my starter in this regional game against a subpar opponent and all of a sudden it's it's uh 3 to 1 in the in the 6th inning and you're going yeah, I got to get bring my ace in to shut this team down. They got two on nobody out.
1: Well, that's not I mean that's not always the case. You look at Silver Creek who this year won state. They won sectional. Congratulations
0: to the Dragons.
1: Correct. Yeah. They they won sectional pitching one kid, they won regional pitching the same kid. They won their first semi-state game pitching the same but kid.
0: Regional was one game, and it's weekend yeah. by weekend by weekend. Exactly. So they had plenty of time to rest. But him. they had they had to make other they had to make other
1: moves for the second game in that yes. semi-state. But then they sure. come right back and they pitch them in the state game. So that kid pitched four or five games
0: because they're spaced out by a week. Because they're spaced out. But when they're not spaced out, that's when you got to make the decision. Uh, and the state tournament in Kentucky is different now used to be four days in a row you play. Oh, really? In the in the final, when you got to the final 16, four days in a row. Boom. Now, you play two games on one weekend, two games next weekend. It's an advantage to the bigger schools. hmm Because, obviously, they got more enrollment. They're probably going to have more pitching. And it always comes down to pitching. It's different in the regional tournament because it's three days in a row or three out of four days. So, um, but it's always a, a, a question that a coach, he's got to make a decision. And I think you got to pitch your star tonight if you're LSU. I agree. You can't sit him. All right, uh, Red 5, Rockies 3. Abbott, Andrew Abbott started yesterday. He's been incredible. He gave up three early home runs. They were all solo home runs to the Rockies. I, we talked about the attendance. Tuesday night's game was 28,200-plus. So, a little more of a crowd for a night game on Tuesday than a day game on Wednesday. That certainly makes sense. It's the Colorado Rockies, right? It's not a big division rival. It's not the Dodgers. It's not the Braves. It's not the Yankees. It's the Rockies, who are terrible. Um, I think 40,000 tomorrow night. It's not of the question. the Braves coming in. GABP, I didn't know this, but it holds 43,000-plus. Just saw that. Um I'm I'm calling 40 tomorrow, 40 Saturday, 35 on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. I mean it really is
1: the perfect storm with the way the Reds have been playing and then you got the Braves coming in who
0: everyone knows are playing Bra- well as well.
1: Well, absolutely, but their fans are everywhere. I mean they're they're like Kentucky fans. Yeah, I wonder how many Braves everywhere.
0: fans before the Reds got hot already had tickets yeah. to this series. True. Because that happens all the time. The Braves are 47 and 26. Uh, By the way, 6-0 against the Central Division. About to be 6-3. Ooh, talking smack. The <laughs> Braves have won seven in a row. Uh, rained out against Philadelphia yesterday. They will play today at 105. Uh, shortly. Uh, getting ready for first pitch here in about 12 minutes. But the Braves have won seven in a row. Let's check the <laughs> – I like doing this. You know I like doing this, Scooter. What's the Reds' odds to get into the playoffs now? Remember – When they were a half game in front, as of Tuesday on this show, their percentage to get into the playoffs, analytically speaking, was less than 1%. It is still less than 1%. Seriously? I don't understand this. The Brewers are 81%. The Cardinals, still in last place, got shut out yesterday, 39%. Cardinals stink. Pirates, 13.4%. They're in fourth place now. Cubs, 7.4%. They're in third place. So the last place team in the division, 39% chance. Fourth place team, 13%. Third place team, 7.5%. And the leader in the division, less than 1%. I don't know where they come up with these numbers. Right. Braves are ninety nine point five. The Dodgers, who are in third place in their division, ninety-nine point seven percent. By the way, Dodgers beat the Angels 2 0 the last two nights. They beat Otani last night. Angels had did not score in that two game series. Otani and Trout combined over fifteen. A big donut hole for fifteen. And Otani uh, gave up an early Freddie Freeman Homer yesterday. And the Dodgers sweep my Angels. I got a lot of my teams, by you the do. way. I don't know if you notice that. You do. My Angels get swept by the Dodgers 2-0 uh, and 2-0. It like soccer games. 2-0, two 2-0. Nil, two nil. <sighs> Yankees uh, won the first two of a three-game set with Seattle. Are the Yankees coming back? Question mark. They're uh, back up to third place in the East. They're eight games over five hundred. So we talk about how the Yankees are struggling. They can't hit the ball. They only scored three and four in these wins over Seattle, but they're still eight games over five hundred. Tampa Bay beat Baltimore last night seven to two after losing Game One of that series on Tuesday. The Rays fifty two and twenty five. They have a five game lead over my Orioles. Uh, the Rays ninety nine point nine percent to get into the playoffs. That's about as high as you can be. Minus 10,000. Red, Reds, by the way, plus plus. Think about eight. this. Minus 10,000 just to make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Victor Wanbayama's minus 250,000 to get drafted number one. Crazy. There is a 25 times better chance that Wanbayama goes number one than the. That guy should have took his 14,000 and betted on the Rays to get to the playoffs. No kidding. Central division still stinks in the American League. The Twins are 37 and 38. They lead the division. Uh, you heard me right. They are 37 and 38, and they lead the division. By the way, they are not the favorites out of the AL Central to get to the playoffs. It's the Cleveland Guardians yep. who have won three straight and are 48.6% likely to make the playoffs. They're playing better. I bet the Tigers. Tigers, two point nine percent. You can get Tigers at fourteen to one to make the playoffs. I bet the Tigers. Do it. I'm not going to. I'm. I'm all my. You know, I doubled up on the Reds, so I don't have any money left. <laughs> <laughs> You're such. Uh, the Rangers are still hot. They uh, beat the White Sox last night, forty-six and twenty-eight. Astros. They've won two in a row since that Cincinnati series uh, against the lowly Mets. Um, boy, what happened to the Mets? Jeez. You got Scherzer. They didn't get Correa. You got Verlander. They didn't get
1: what? They didn't get Correa.
0: They didn't get Correa. You're right. They're 34 and 40. Got their season off to a bad start. How long before Buck Walter gets shown the door? Who's the first manager to get fired this year? Because we're getting close. Not David Bell. <sighs> I'm going with uh, Marmol. Marmol is right there, although the Cardinals are no longer the third-worst record in the league. The Nationals, the Rockies, they both surpassed them. So they're not, they're the third-worst record in the National League, but not in the Major Leagues anymore. Ali Marmol is a good guess. Bob Melvin in San Diego, they're 4-under, 500 with all the talent on that roster. God, you talk about what happened to the Mets. What happened to the Padres? Whew. Sheesh. Um, Mets... You can't fire the Phillies manager, even though they're under 500, because he went to the World Series last year. Cora in Boston—they're in last place, but they're three games over 500. I don't even know who's managing Kansas City, or well, Oakland's uh, Mark Kotsay—he's not going anywhere. Nick, they don't care. Oakland doesn't care.
1: Isn't it crazy that the Red Sox and Reds are separated by what a game and a half, two games? Reds are in first. Red Sox are in last. Yep.
0: And the Red Sox have a better record. I think. No, Reds are 40 and 35. Oh, one game. One game difference. 40 and 35. who to thunk it? It's incredible. <laughs> Who'd have thunk
1: incredible. it? Incredible.
0: What was there? – we'll look this up because we don't have time today. What was their over-under to the beginning of
1: the uh, I actually happen to know this because okay. TJ's dad
0: had TJ place a bet for him on the, on the Reds over. Oh, winner, not yet. but 65 and a half. Oh, you got to feel good. Yeah. got to
1: feel, feel real good. good.
0: I saw Air the other day, by the way. Matt Damon, Ben How Affleck, time. Jason Bateman is great. Did you love it? I did. Viola Davis. Man, it went by like that. Mm-hmm. It flew by. And the opening scene, if you haven't seen it, Amazon Prime, you can go see it for free if you have Amazon Prime. The opening montage of things from the 80s <laughs> is so glorious. Brought you back. It uh, It did. It <laughs> brought me back. It didn't bring me back to the 1957 Cincinnati Reds, but it did bring me back <laughs> to the 80s. What year were you born? 89. Yeah, I graduated high school in 81. Good for you. Well, I mean, I was surprised I graduated high school, <laughs> no matter what year we're talking about. But I did. And uh, the montage at the beginning is fantastic. Do yourself a favor. You don't even have to be a sports fan. Go watch it. Air is great. You, Scooter was right on this one. Come on. Back in the mall, Tony may join me. Who knows? Spears on Sports. Thanks for listening. Presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.